This is a Federal News Network podcast. Modernization has been the name of the game for the Agriculture Department in recent years. IT, workforce, even where people sit in their offices have all gotten a fresh look in 2020. So maybe it's no surprise that the USDA's chief information officer announced a round of early retirement offers and a hiring freeze on IT specialists. The department says these actions are part of a workforce restructuring. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with more on this. And uh, first of all, Nicole, what do we know about USDA's early retirements and hiring freezes? And it's in IT, huh? Yeah, it is in the office of the chief information officer at USDA. And, you know, what we know, Tom, is that the CIO offered a round of voluntary early retirement authority options to eligible IT specialists. And as a reminder, you're eligible if you're an employee with 20 years of service at age 50, or if you have 25 years of service at any age. And Those are eligibility requirements across all federal agencies at this point, so that's not necessarily a surprise. But you're allowed to voluntarily retire and earn an immediate annuity if you choose to go with this option. So that's what the the CIO announced recently and also mentioned that there's been a hiring freeze in place since the end of June, pretty much, on IT specialists, with the exception of cybersecurity professionals And anyone, any direct hire positions, they're not eligible uh, for the early retirement options at this point or the hiring freeze. They cite all of this as a workforce restructuring. That's what the department calls it. They say that, you know, they hope to accommodate everyone's, you, you have to apply if you want to take on an early retirement. So USDA says they hope to accommodate anyone who wants to retire early, but no promises there. And I should also note, Tom, that the early retirement options do not come with any money. They're, they don't come with voluntary separation incentive payments, which are usually a max of $25,000. There's no money associated with these. It's pretty much just an offer of if you want to retire early, you can. So Gary Washington is the CIO of agriculture. Did he give reasoning for any of these moves? I mean, why? This is a place where the centers of excellence demonstration projects in the modernization were taking place. This is where some of the technology modernization fund revolving funds first went to. I mean, they've been a leader over the last couple of years here. They really have. They've done a lot and they've continued to do a lot, you know, really right into the summer, which I'll get to in a minute. But, you know, according to some emails that we reviewed from USDA employees about these moves, the early retirements and the hiring freeze, You know, the emails say that USDA wants to continue to modernize its IT and it's going to require different IT specialist skill sets. And, you know, they've done things like you like you mentioned, closing data centers, consolidating end user support services. And they cited a need to continue to evolve and restructure to support cloud technology, system testing, robotic process automation and machine learning and restructuring these positions will provide them the flexibility to design, implement, and support the future of the IT workforce that the department needs. I'm I'm paraphrasing some emails that we received here. So, you know, they mentioned the ongoing projects that they have. They essentially say they need different people with different skills to, you know, look into the future and do the next iteration of things that they'd like to. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. So it's not a riff. It's not a reduction in force. They're trying to just replace people with different skills. And I guess they haven't offered training opportunities or the ability to switch skill sets and reskilling. We hear all about this reskilling all the time. That doesn't seem to be an option here. So I, I don't know that I don't know that we can necessarily say that it's not an option. I think we have heard that, 
USDA has dabbled in some of these things. You know, they mentioned previously doing an impact study, for example, on its workforce with RPA, an RPA pilot at the Chief Financial Officer's Office. Robotic Process Automation, RPA. Yes, yes, that's correct. So I think they're they're dabbling in some of these different things. They, of course, have launched uh, an SES candidate development program for people who are interested in becoming IT executives. It's at USDA, but also across government as well. So I think they've they've tried all of these different things. But to answer your question directly, no, it's not a riff. Uh, they're not involuntarily getting rid of anyone. This is if you want to, if you want to retire early, if you think now is a good time to do that. And I'm you know, not sure if it is or not, but it's only an option at this point. Well, on the other hand, you could say that maybe it's a good time to leave because regardless of the economy, good IT people are in demand. They're in demand elsewhere in the government and they're in demand by industry. So maybe maybe it's not such a bad idea. Now, there was some IT achievement, the USDA, we hinted at, that occurred earlier this summer while this was all going on. Tell us about that and how it fits into this reorg. Yeah. So, Tom, when I spoke to a few USDA employees and former employees about this, you know, they said they weren't necessarily surprised because of some of the work that USDA has been doing. And, you know, one of the notable things is they recently consolidated the IT networks in the South and Witten buildings in the Washington, D.C. headquarters to one network. So this was all in preparation for a series of different moves that are going on right now within USDA of pretty much moving employees around to different offices. This is part of their ongoing effort to modernize and uh, overhaul the building itself, you know, put in new office space accommodations, which haven't been updated in several years at this point. So they're also trying to move employees who work within common components, offices, and organizations together. They cited, you know, an example where, you know, maybe you, Tom, are working on the fifth floor of the building, but, you know, me as your coworker, I'm working on the first floor of the building on the opposite side of the building. So that's what this initiative is intended to. It's called One Neighborhood. It's been going on for some time. And that started right with Sonny Perdue himself, right? It did start with Sonny Perdue. He's the, you know, the mind behind all of this. And and in effort to prepare for these employee moves to different desks, to different spaces, they've carried out this network consolidation. So that's another, you know, achievement that USDA has under its belt. And frankly, it might not need as many people to support one network as opposed to 17. Yeah, I think the word for that is musical chairs. You all get up and yes. run around. We're going to take away a network in this case, and then you really don't need as many people. That's right. And, you know, the moves themselves are pretty substantial. They happened or they started happening back in late July, and they're planning to go through mid-December. And the department is planning on making 4,548 individual moves over the next four months. And this is according to some documents that uh, we've reviewed as well on the One Neighborhood Initiative. And by the way, a related issue or somewhat related issue, the move of the two small units that were in agriculture, D.C., out to Kansas City, is that pretty much a done deal now? That's a done deal. They're there, those that made the move. And in theory, they are hiring others to come work for them because, as we know, very few D.C.-based employees actually made the move to Kansas City. Right. So the offices are officially out there of the two bureaus. The Bureau of Economic Research, I think, was one. It was the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture that moved offices out to D.C. That's not their headquarters, 
<laughs> I have to be careful on that one. I was corrected on that once before. They still, their headquarters is still in Washington, but the majority of their operation is in Kansas City now. Because you also reported this week from the other end of government that the Bureau of Land Management is officially now in Grand Junction, Colorado. That was also contentious, but again, a done deal. That That's is done, headquarters for them, right? That's a done deal. And as far as we know, employees are going to be working there starting at the end of August. We don't know how many. The goal was to have 27 and to have 40 or 60 or so employees still in D.C., but BLM never responded to a request for some more information about that. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco keeps you apprised of all the moving parts. Thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to read her coverage at federalnewsnetwork.com. Many of us, if we're being honest, have given up hope on good sleep. But why? Well, if you're like me, you've tried everything and nothing has helped. So if we're not going to sleep well anyway, why try? That kind of thinking is so 2021. It's time to rethink our nights and days and demand more from our sleep. Talk with your doctor about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.